0: edition of the mash those buttons mash cast i'm Jarrett, and i am here with senior editor rob hill williams
1: hello hello yes we are again
0: yes Yes, this is actually a special edition mash cast on this this special edition we're going to be talking about what makes a gamer um because you know there's a a lot of people think they're gamers but they're not really gamers that's not just me being an elitist
1: although he is (laughs) (laughs) don't get it wrong he he is but this is not him being that guy that guy right now (laughs) yeah i mean that's like uh you know those people who consider themselves
0: movie buffs and if i were to say i was a movie buff they would probably scoff at me when i couldn't name you know who held the third light during titanic you know what i'm saying (laughs) but um yeah, so there's a lot of people who consider themselves gamers just because, you know, they pick up Call of Duty once a year, or they play Madden, you know, and they're, and they're really not. Or maybe they don't think they're gamers, but their mom might think they're gamers, their girlfriends might think they're gamers, so this one's for them, you know? That's what I'm gonna say. This one is for them, so, you know, if you're having some pro- having girl problems, son, just, you know, let us into this MASHcast, and it'll sort everything out just to prove that you're not a gamer. <laughs> But uh all right. if you ever
1: question whether or not you are a gamer, then, you know, this smashcast is for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, so let's get started. Um you know, first thing we have here is if if you're a gamer, you have to buy new games. We well, have to buy games in general. That's where we started that that, that thought. You know, you have to buy games.
1: There's, you got to support the industry that you actually like.
0: Yeah. That's
1: that's part of it.
0: <laughs> because there's a lot of people out there who like Rob mentioned uh, earlier that there are people out there who, you know, they go over to their friend's house and they play Mario Kart, and you know, or they play Madden, or they play this when they go places. You know, that's you know that means you just like to play those games. But if you didn't, if you don't have a console, if you didn't buy them, then you're not really a gamer. That that should be that should uh you know speak for itself. But when Rob told me that earlier when we were having the pre-show, I kind of thought about. I was like, I actually know. One or two people who told me that they were gamers, but they don't own a console, and they don't buy games. All
1: right. The the thing is about this this special edition is that, well, number one, it's not really going to run that long. I don't think we—this is actually pretty cut and dry for a lot of stuff, but— There are a lot of exceptions, you know, there's going to be people who, you know, aren't in the best of circumstances, you know, there are going to be people who can't afford multiple consoles or to get every game that comes out like those aren't necessarily like requirements, but that you should, you know, there should be if you you know, if you like gaming, like you like gaming you know, like, that's something that you're passionate about. It's not, It's kind of like, you know, somebody who likes sports or, you know, someone who likes hunting or whatever. Like, you find space to, like, make room for that, you know, as odd as it may be or something that doesn't necessarily fit normally into other stuff. You know, we all have real-life obligations and all that. You might You make space for it to a certain extent. You know, even if you can't afford to have all three systems, you at least, you know, go out and get a 360 or something. You know, even if you only have a few games, you know, like and that's all you can afford, but you, you know, play different things other places and you just get what you can, like, there are exceptions. So, you know, don't, don't feel totally left out. But like, if you're, if you're like, man, I'm a, I'm such a gamer and you go and you play Wii Sports, you know, at the, you know, the office Christmas party and you come home and you have no system, you don't ever really want to sit down and play, you don't use your PC to game, you don't, you just don't do anything. Like you play like that once every three months or six months. Sorry. <laughs> you don't qualify. <laughs> yeah,
0: you do not qualify. You know, that's the thing. I mean also, there are certain exceptions, you know, uh to the rule, but just liking to play games doesn't make you a gamer. Because I mean I like movies, but I'm not a movie buff. You know.
1: Right. So yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. You you know, not it's there's nothing wrong with like not being a gamer. You can just like games. Yeah, there's a lot. We appreciate them. We appreciate you liking games. I would
0: say the bulk of people right now just like playing games. They're not gamers, they just like playing games. So, you know, you're in that crowd. And Activision loves you. They (laughs) love you. (laughs) Lots uh, of companies love you. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, But besides buying games, that's why I said, you know, buying new games, you know, which means you don't just buy used games. Which I guess that can be see here's my thing about used games. I'll, I'll be flat out with you. in most cases, like let's say you, you, you buy call it Modern Warfare 3 used. you were only saving five bucks on that game. you know that, that's, that's that to me like why don't you just spend the extra five bucks? you I mean you can't if you can't spare an extra five dollars, you have a bigger problem.
1: You Yeah, maybe yeah, you, know you are in that situation where you shouldn't be buying any games. You exactly. Know? if you need that $5 that bad, you probably needed the other 55 too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: So that's, the thing. Like, that's why me, like, I, man, I think the last used game I bought was Super Street Fighter 4. I have to have been out for a while, and that's only because I got a fight stick. You know, and I, I'm not that big into fighting games. Mm-hmm. But the vast majority of my games are all
1: brand new. Yeah, I mean, in the past few years, I mean, like, I really can't even think, like, what the last used game I've gotten. And I mean, like, I, you, know, I, you know, and there's nothing wrong with buying used games. You know, like, you know, people sporadically buy used games. Like, there's games that, you know, drop in price really fast because, you know, they're not that good and you just want to try it. You know, there's a lot of games that, like, aren't worth the you know the price of admission you the, you don't want to drop sixty dollars on games you want to find out if it's decent or not you know and there's not a lot of rental places anymore you know but there's you know so it's not like it's it's terrible you're buying used games bad you know but if that's like your only source of games you know like the, you're probably not actually saving that much money you're you've fallen into the GameStop trap and yeah I'm just I can't even think of the last time I bought a used game really. It's just been that long. I mean, like it's probably something I saw and I was like, oh man, I wanted that game like two years ago and now it's $10, so let's do that. <laughs> uh, whenever I bought used games, I used, to, I used to
0: feel shame. I used to feel shame. Like, I even used to have Ray take the, the sticker off for me
1: oh uh, <laughs> yeah, just take get one off. of those i don't,
0: don't want to look
1: i don't want to look <laughs> t- i want to feel like it's newer even though i know what i've done <laughs> yeah i used to feel shame the residue <laughs> never washes off the shame never goes away oh uh,
0: man yeah so but um yeah so no like i'm I, sorry i was gonna say no used games but i mean you could buy used games but if that's the only way you get games then that's not really um that's not really qualify you as a gamer i would also say uh if if the only way you get games is via piracy you're also not a gamer
1: because you're you're worse actually you're you're hurting the cause more than helping it i mean yeah
0: because you you know yeah i mean gamers actually want to
1: see
0: if they especially if they like a game they want to see more games you know come out from that developer publisher so they'll buy the games uh, and there's reasons why people pirate, which is a totally different special edition, which I will link in the show notes for anybody that's interested. If you haven't heard it yet, but um, you know, like I think a couple of things we mentioned in the in the uh, you know the piracy podcast was, you know, like kids, like you know, if you're a kid and you're you know pirating games. That's one thing. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just saying I I see how that can happen simply because most of the kids like 11, 12 don't have that type of income.
1: And, you know, like you're depending on mom and dad. Mom and dad may not want to buy you certain games, they may they may, they may just think it's a waste because, you know, it's immature, which we're going to get to later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, you the, sometimes like your your only recourse is your only recourse. So it's like, no, it's not great, but at least you get it. And like, when you finally get to the point where you can, you do support the industry. You know, yeah. there there people have reasons. You know, but but generally speaking, like if you like ga- if you are a gamer, like you like the industry, you want to keep seeing things get made. And the only way things keep getting made is if you support it. And if you're doing nothing but pirating, then you you really are like you're not you're not accounting for anything. You can like that game all you want, but that doesn't mean anything, you know, that you're hurting the chances of that game seeing another version or that studio making another game, you know, all that, all those things. Yeah. So and now more so than ever, because uh, oh yeah, kinda, they're quick to shutter studios. Uh, yeah. Like if like
0: we're at a point right now where if a game isn't like, you know, breaking sales records, you know, or making like an obscene amount of profit,
1: Mm-hmm. Then yeah, I mean, if you're not hitting five or six million, like they're kind of looking at you downcast eyes, like, well, you need to do better on your next one or chop chop. <laughs> exactly.
0: Know. I mean, look at you know Bizarre, rest in peace. Blurred, it's not like Blurred didn't sell well; it just didn't meet sales expectations, right? Which for Activision, is pretty high. When you know when you have games like Call of Duty and uh, Guitar Hero at the time. Now Guitar Hero. Is like you know, yeah, you know that's that's in a casket somewhere, you know. Games like that, you know, you're expecting uh, some high numbers, especially from the developer who brought you Project Gotham Racing. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And they look at them like they are no more. So now is the time to buy new games, (laughs) you know, to 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 keep your favorite developers alive. So yeah, so the only way you get new get games is the pirate that also. Um, I would say that disqualifies you. That and only buying used games disqualifies you are not a gamer. You agree, Rob? Yeah. Because I word is final. Well, here. <laughs> 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 so, all right. So, all right. So that's in terms of buying new games, but also um, knowing about game and release dates, which is actually a part of knowledge, which we're going to get into later. But um, you know, knowing about game and release dates without having to look at an advertisement.
1: I- right. If you don't have any idea that, you know, I mean, at this point, like, say, Assassin's Creed is becoming a, re- a yearly release. If you have no idea that, like, come November, you like Assassin's Creed, you know, you love it so much, you know, when you're talking to all your friends, but you have no idea, that like, new Assassin's Creed's coming out this November or something, then probably an issue there. Probably you're not paying very much attention to anything, you know, it's, you know, there's... There has to be a certain amount of, and I'm really, I guess, like, I mean, yeah, it's part of knowledge, but we might as well just talk about it, you know, that you should know things about, you know, the industry that that you care about, you know, you should know, you don't need to know every single tiny little thing that goes on, you don't need to know every, you know, corporate person's name or anything, but you should know, you know, like bigger, you know, heads of major, you know, like Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, you should have some idea of what's going on as far as, you know, digital and where pricing is and, and things of that nature. Um, just just things that are happening, you know. Y- you should have some idea like what studio makes your favorite game or, you know, stuff like that. And gaming release dates goes right along in there, you know. you It takes very little to, you know, go and open up, you know, even IGN god forbid <laughs> you, know, look, you know at what when dates are you know something's supposed to come out now we do live in an age where games get pushed around as far as release dates a lot so it's not you know a terrible thing to think a game was going to come out then and you're like man what happened and it's you know it got pushed back into the next year or something you know like stuff moves a lot like we have trouble keeping track of that and that's that's what we do <laughs> keep track of that stuff um you know, but it's not—it's not hard to educate yourself on gaming in general. Like, there's there's so many sort you know so many resources. You know, like you, there, there's us if you're listening. Uh, obviously, you're you're probably reading. If
0: you're it, listening like, to this, you are a gamer,
1: by the way. <laughs> just let you know. Even though you just said at the beginning that for all the girlfriends and the moms and stuff, like you know they should be listening to this. Yeah, but the people who who I'm talking about, they know what I'm talking about. The people that know what I'm talking about, <laughs> the know people know what I'm talking to. about, yep. us, our backroom, weird, shady. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? I don't, I don't even understand how. What do you mean though? Like you just said that they weren't gamers. Now they're gamers, but because they know what you're talking about. But only if they know what you're talking about. <laughs> exactly. Stay with me, Rob. Jesus Christ. It's like a secret, secret, secret handshake. It's like the handshake you do before the handshake to get you into the club. We're getting there, first little Fight club. Um, but it's not it's not hard to educate yourself as a gamer. Like there's so many resources now. Gaming is so prevalent. Like you know that's that's part of the the you know one of the great things about gaming becoming so mainstream. Like yeah, a large majority of people who play games just like games. So, you know they're not they're not dyed in the wool gamers necessarily. But now it's so it's so widespread that you know there's so many resources. There's so many sites. You know everything's talking about it. You know i mean like you know you're only going to get a certain view from like the nightly news or something when they talk about video games but otherwise like you know online is huge there's so many you know and, and, and no matter what platform like you want a pc you go to rock paper shotgun you can go to joystick destructoid masters button IG, any any site you know like and there's there's news you know there's and like, you want to know what's going on overseas? Go to Kotaku. Andrea saying like, there, there's just so many resources that there's not necessarily a case for like just being totally ignorant about you know gaming and what's going on in it. If you really, if you, if you care, you know. And that's, uh, you know, that and it's our humble opinion, but that's part of being a gamer. You know that you give a crap. <laughs> you want to know what's going on. You want to know why. You know, Kojima doesn't want to be involved with Metal Gear Solid Five, you know, you... That broke my heart. Right. You know, you want to know... You you know, if you care about certain things, that you, you want to know what's happening in the industry, you know. You don't need to know everything, but you should know basic knowledge, especially about the games that you care about.
0: Right, yeah. I mean, you should be up with current gaming events. Uh, and like Rob said, you should know key figures in the industry, you know, like you should know who Iwata is, Miyamoto, Bobby Kotick, you know, Gabe Newell, John Carmack, just to name a few, and those are easy ones because their names are, especially, you know, their names are like in the news kind of all the time now.
1: You right? Know? You know, especially when you see headlines about you know, video games. Like usually, heads of studio, you know, heads of you know, publishers and stuff like that are the people that are the talking heads. You know, usually.
0: Yeah, I um, mean, you should know, like especially if, like you, you play Call of Duty. You should know what happened between Activision and Infinity Ward, you know. Uh what uh that the fact that Black Ops was not made by Infinity Ward by, by Treyarch. I mean I don't
1: this know a crazy one. I've I've heard a number of people who are like I guess surprised when like Black Ops is coming out and they're like, Wait, Infinity Ward's not making this? It's like oh boy. <laughs> we got a little gap in knowledge here because that hasn't happened in that's you know they haven't done like back-to-back releases and ever <laughs> really so that's. yeah yeah so like you know, there's just certain things that you should know
0: you should also uh, have enough knowledge to be able to discuss certain topics like you know talk about dlc digital distribution uh simple stuff like xbox versus ps3 or let's say you're not you know you're not into it that heavily okay let's say that you are just like a sports game fanatic you know that you play a lot that you you have a, like a certain area of expertise if you have that that's great. You know, what I'm saying that that qualifies you like if if you can talk with another sports gaming fan and converse about the mechanics of 2K11 versus 2K12 and what's good, what's bad.
1: Right. You, you should know. at least have like some, you know, you you understand how far Madden has come since Madden 93 to now, you know, even if it's not a perfect game, you know. Things of that nature. Like you can you can like one kind of subset of gaming, you know, for the most part and like, that's your thing. But like, that means that like, if that's your thing, like it should be your thing, which means you should know something about it, you should be able to discuss those mechanics, you should, you know, understand just, just, you know, differences between iterations, you know, like, why in the world is Assassin's Creed two, like 50 times better than Assassin's Creed one, even though it's the same series, you know, some people are like, Oh, it's the same thing. But no. <laughs> it's it's not, you know. You should understand those differences. You know, you should be able to you should be able to hold conversation, you know, even if it's just with another sports gaming fanatic or, or whatever. And on top of that, you should also understand things that impact like those genres that you like. You know, as a sports gaming person, like you should kind of understand like the impact of online passes and stuff like that, you know, even though it's not necessarily directly related like it is though because it affects now how you get your game you know or or the the options that you have you know yeah so uh, you should be uh,
0: like these things that impact you you should you should know you should be able to talk about them and you probably know about them before they happen like you know if you get the game and you're surprised by the fact that you that you have to put in this you know this code you know, to get certain aspe- as- aspects of the game for the online pass and stuff like that, if that's a surprise to you, you, you obviously you weren't paying attention. Because right now, especially, like, almost every game that has an online pass gets talked about in the gaming journalism, you know, because it's not that many yet, but it's gonna it's becoming more and more prevalent.
1: Right, it's becoming, you know, it's becoming a thing. So, I mean, and, like, the fact that you went out and you dr- like, and that's, I guess that's part of knowledge, too. Like, you're not, typically you're not going to go out and drop $60 in the game unless you know what the heck you're getting. So if you're surprised by an online pass or, you know, that Arkham City has the Catwoman code or, you know, I mean, there's lots of different examples, but if you're surprised by that, you didn't educate yourself. You know, the, it's kind of like just being a ba- it's a basic consumer thing, really, but as a gamer, like... You're not going to go out and spend sixty dollars on something and not know what you're getting for that sixty dollars, you know, or what they took out or what they changed. You know, that's part of it too. You want to you want to understand what value you're getting for what you're spending, you know, because because games are are, you know games are expensive, you know they are, and it's not you know I mean it's that's the thing when you love gaming like that is that's your hobby, so it's not like. I guess, like you know, it's like having something else as as your hobby. If you like to gamble or something, you know, like you put money aside for gambling. Not, not the best parallel. I mean, any 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 hobby really, you could say that. You know, you're like you're someone who likes going to sporting events. Like that's what you do. You go you go watch games. You go watch college football or or whatever the case may be. Um, You know, like you kind of set aside like you know budget for that because that's what you want to do. That's how much. You, that's how. That's how strongly you feel about it. Game is the same way. It's expensive, but at the same time, you know, you're not going to go to the Phillies game and realize like, oh man, they took out all the seats <laughs> in the stadium. You know, you didn't. And, but I bought season passes. You know, you're not going to do that. Like that's. You you want to understand what you're getting for your money, and that's part of being an educated consumer, but also being part of an educated gamer. You know, you you, under, you, you understand like you know why there's another version of Marvel versus Capcom three that just came out. You know, you're not like wait what happened. <laughs> you know, like you you understand you know like why there's a new version out and why it's forty dollars. You know that type of thing. You you just want to be educated, and, and, and that's part of you know just general knowledge, but also being educated about where you're spending putting your money at, yeah. So,
0: um, let's see. Uh, while we're, I guess we're on the topic of different genres, uh, or I guess subsections of knowledge, if you want to call that. Um, I do think that playing multiple genres is important, but I wasn't sure if I should put this under variables or as a solid. Like you need to play multiple genres. And the reason I say that is because um, sports, primarily if you buy like every sports game that comes out every year that's a lot of games that's a lot of games like you know what i'm saying or if you buy even if you don't buy every sports game if you let's say you buy one sports game per sport a year i think that's pretty um that that puts and you in the gamer category there
1: especially and i mean especially when you've got i mean it's i can't i mean there's very few but like i mean most like especially sports games now like most of those games reach back at least like 10 15 years plus i mean like men's you know past 25 years you know like it's you know it's like i mean that's as long running as zelda to a certain extent you know like that's how that's how far back like some of those sports games go so it's i uh, yeah i mean you could be you could very much be a gamer and and just play yeah i don't think that's a concrete one like there's certain situations where it works i think that the single game you know, you, you need to play more than a single game is a bigger like that solid. You can't yeah. play just Call of Duty and consider yourself to be a gamer. You know, even though those you know, especially since most when you consider something like that, most of those people have only played you know Call of Duty since Modern Warfare. It's not like they played since the first Call of Duty, and like they just happen to like that series. Like they like the series because now it's popular. You know that type of thing. That's that's the tendency at least. That's not always true. There's plenty of people that like. The earlier Call of Duti'es, but um, it's a very different series now. But sports games, I mean, you are talking a very big difference in you know in the, how the series is now between now and then. But that's just mostly because of technological advancements. But if you if you're someone who's been playing Madden since '93 and you're still playing now, yeah, I would say you're a gamer. I mean, you know, to a certain extent, like you 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 feel strongly about one thing. You know, this it's the same thing if you were talking if to you were to talk about someone who likes fighting games. You know. I mean, there's a lot of a little bit more difference involved with that, but like, you know, someone who plays, you know, Street Fighter and BlazBlue and, you know, Guilty Gear before that and, you know, all of those different games, like, they only really, really love that that genre, but that's, you know, but that's where their, their knowledge lies. That's what they play. You know, they always get those games. You know, they have a fight stick. They do, you know, it's... I think that that, that counts as long as, like, you know it, it's not it's not a hundred percent concrete that you need to play different genres. I think that most gamers, even if they really like one genre though, aren't against playing other ones you know like that they'll that they'll dabble right but that your your love lies with one you know that's I think that that's I think that's just a tendency, but I don't think that it has to be concrete. Like you need to play at least three genres to be considered a gamer (laughs) (laughs) because I don't think that that's true. There's plenty of people that, you know, like like I said, there's exceptions to a lot of these anyway, but I don't think that that's a, a concrete one. I think that's just, you know, that's just, well, this... You know, um, you'll know you know if you're someone who still qualifies as a gamer, <laughs> even if you're only playing, you know, say, sports games, you know.
0: But I think, like, the certain genres. Like, I love the FPS genre, and if I had to put myself in a subsection, it would be FPS. That would be me. But uh, FP- like the thing about, like, the first-person shooters, the games, the core mechanic doesn't vary enough to if you only play first-person shooters, you know, you're a gamer, in my opinion. If you only play first-person shooters... You're not really, because the the game's just. I mean, the game's changed. Don't get me wrong. Every first person shooter is not the same, but the core mechanic doesn't really change. Like, i say a sports game would a whole bunch of different sports games or a bunch of different platforming games, you
1: know, stuff like that. Right. You I know? mean, I think that like there's. I think I guess that there's like a, a a certain amount of like if you're someone who sticks to a single genre, like you hate, you need to have a longer history in order to really for it to count for you at that point, I guess. Like, I guess that's my... That's a good, that's a good point. Yeah, like, I guess that's my, my exception to that, is that you need to have have a longer history. You know, like, that's why I was... When, before we started, you know, actually recording, I was like, you know, first-person shooters, like, I could see that being, you know, somebody... Because there are a lot of different first-person shooters out there, and first-person shooters have been out for a long time. If you're somebody who played, you know, Castle Wolfenstein, and, that, and you, you fell in love with gaming... You know, like, I mean, the tendency is that most, like I said, most gamers are going to dabble with other stuff. I, I really think it's very rare that you're going to find somebody who only literally, like, they, you know, for 20 years, that's all they've been playing. You know, and that's all that they ever play is first-person shooters or sports or whatever. Um, but at least I would say, like, if you have that kind of a history that, like, it goes back to, you know, Doom, Wolfenstein, you know, Heretic, all those type of games that you... And you're up to now, and you're playing Battlefield and, and Call of Duty and Bulletstorm and Gear. Although, you know, when you get to Gears and stuff, I can't, like, that is, that's really kind of a different genre as third person shooting, and third person shooting tends to long. get to. And the other, you know, gameplay mechanics, you know, they tend to cross over a little bit more than first-person shooters do. So I think that even if you're playing, you know, you consider yourself to be a shooter person, but you're not just, you're playing Gears, you're playing third-person shooters as well as first-person shooters, then you're already you're already out of the box, you know, you're, you're already yeah, out of the first-person yeah, shooter box. Yeah, it's, so it's I just think like
0: that, action games, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, dude, bro, full of adrenaline games. You can span across multiple platforms. That
1: yeah, multiple genres and yeah, that's yeah right. multiple still, genres. Yeah, you know, you're just you just happen to be a shooter fan, but I think it is very rare to see somebody who only ever, you know, does only ever does one genre. Period. You know, except for people who only are very much about you know a certain game now. You know, and the the last four or five years, you know?
0: I know. I do know people, like, uh, not a whole bunch of people, but, you know, one or two people who only play military shooters.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. those people.
0: Yeah, they only play Battlefield or Call of Duty. You know, as in, to me, that's not... That doesn't mean you're it a gamer. Mean, and it right. shows because you try to talk to them about something else and they don't know. Like, you, they don't even... Eyes blaze over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they really don't even understand the mechanics of the games that they're playing. And I guess yeah, that, so. go, that goes into it because if you're a gamer you it's kind of natural for you to get into the game and understand you know how things work <laughs> you know and they just can't do that
1: right and i think that there's also i think another thing too is and i mean i guess maybe this is me being a little idealistic but that you don't just because you like one game doesn't mean you have to hate the other and i think i see that a lot with with people who are very much like the new first person shooter fans, you know, they like playing games, but they like, you know, they like, they like black ops or they like battlefield, you know, three, whatever the case is. And the tendency is that like, you have to hate the other. I mean, like I've had conversations with people who are like, because they're call of duty fans, battlefield bad company two was terrible and shit. And nothing, there was nothing good about it. And it's like, really like there's no redeeming qualities in in a different first person shooter like that i think that is the thing that is a little weird cuz it's like you know they have they they have that that like die hard consumer loyalty to one thing it's not like oh i have die hard loyalty to xbox or ps3 cuz that is a very gamer thing to have that right. kind of fanboy loyalty like you know it's not great but it, it is kind of like you know something that kid, a lot of a lot of gamers have grown up with as that kind of loyalty Um, but I, it's a very, but it's, it's very much like a game versus game thing. Like there's that other game can have no redeeming qualities because I don't like it. I only like this, you know, I only like call of duty. So battlefield is terrible and there's nothing good about it or vice versa. You know, that's, I think that's uh, one of the tendencies of the non-gamer that thinks that they're a gamer is that. You know they, that that competition is has gone to like not even like an unhealthy level, but to a level that doesn 't need to be at right. you know? because gamers like different things too like I think that that 's you understand that as a gamer that not every gamer likes all the same stuff that you do, even amongst your friends you know you 're going to have those conversations, those things that you like and you don 't like, but you understand like they like this game, but like, like I said maybe that 's me being, me, me being idealistic that you know. I Understand why like, you like TF2, but I may not, although that's not the truth at all. I love TF2, but <laughs> but example blaspheme, yeah. <laughs> but example, you know, it, you know, like you, there's an understanding you may rib somebody about it, you know, why are you going to play on multiple, you know, Marvel's Capcom, you know, didn't they already jump you once, you know, or whatever the case may be, you understand, but you understand that you know, they like that, that it doesn't make it terrible you know that's the thing about gaming there's lots of choices and i think that's why it's very hard to stick with just one genre ever always in your life because the tendency is you're going to dabble because there's so many different things out there that may catch your eye with gaming and there's always so many different concepts and stuff being made that you're going to play other stuff (laughs) especially as years go by you know it's almost impossible not to
0: yeah, and uh actually just to comment a little bit on what Rob said about the hating of other games like inside of your genre. Like I right I can I can have an entire podcast telling you why I don't like Call of Duty. Okay. Like an entire podcast. But I can also I, I also know some redeeming qualities, you know. I actually for example I had a I had a a conversation with Bo Shubinsky from Game and Ogre, um, about Call of Duty. He likes Call of Duty and I took the other side of me not liking Call of Duty and I was—I kept spitting out reasons why, you know, Call of Duty is not a good game, but that was just me breaking his balls, you know what I'm saying? Like, I understand why certain people like it, certain people like the set pieces, certain people like, um, you know, the
1: fast-paced gameplay. They like the movie, you know, the movie style, the movie action style, that type yeah, of thing.
0: Yeah, and I can totally get that, but, you know, and it just doesn't do anything for me. But, you know, like a non-gamer will just will hate it, never play it, never play it, hate it, and not... And just like couldn't no no compromise, you know when it comes to not liking call of duty, so
1: yeah, and I think that that is very much a quality of the the non gamer you know even the even with more casual stuff, like don't understand why someone will play the connect but will love the crap out of a Wii, you know yeah. <laughs> certain, certain random things like that i mean i I see very much less of like the hate you know that you see with like first person shooter fans, but it's. You know, but, like, there's still that, that, semi, that semi-ridiculousness. You're like, wait, really? <laughs> you actually feel that way about this? You, you really actually hate this just because you don't like it? Like, okay, that's different. But, like, I think as a gamer, you you understand that, like, it's different strokes for different folks, you yeah. know? Even I, if it's it, secret. We, there's so many of us. Right? <laughs> Even if you
0: do it secretly because you just, like, trolling, you know? <laughs> Which I definitely see a lot of that. Yeah, we go yeah. you know, across the internet, you see a lot of that. But not everybody you see, like, spewing hate on those games actually, some of them actually feel that way. <laughs> they actually feel like, oh, Call of Duty sucks because I play Battlefield. So obviously, Call of Duty sucks because I'm not playing it.
1: <laughs> right. Know? Although, on the other hand, I will say that there is a very large contingent of, I would say, like, you know, gamers who are offended now that, you know, that they, I guess maybe they feel. Threaten, they feel like pushed out of their sphere, you know it's why they don't like girl gamers like actually really liking you know liking games, they don't like you know the fact that you know casual games have gotten so big, they don't like smartphones, they don't like call of duty, and you see a lot of people who are like I vehemently hate Call of duty that you know consider themselves to be you know like actual gamers, a lot of them are, but it's because like I think that's more of like I like, oh, I feel threatened or they're trolling, but like you know they feel threatened because. They've been pushed out because now publishers and developers and stuff are, you know, looking at the big bucks. So now they're looking outside of that core, you know, community that got them where they are now anyway. And so they're like, man, like and in 5 years time it will be nothing but call of duty type games and there will be no zeldas there will be no mario there'll be no you know devil may cries you know like i mean you've already started to see it you know there'll be no mega man you know stuff like that yeah. Yeah. and you know everything is going to be turned into first person shooters because like that's what's popular now and when you know developers get dollar signs cuz they see you know billions of dollars being made you know annually by call of duty or something and like they, there's that threat in it, you know that that fight or flight mechanism, you know, I guess that that triggers that you're like crap. I'm about to lose all my games because, dude, bro, you know, shooter guy likes Call of Duty, so I think you see a lot of hate that way. But I think that's a different phenomena. But that also requires an understanding of you know that that still requires like a certain knowledge of the industry too to even get to that point. And that's why I think that you get a lot of gamers that do that. But you know, you have to understand the mechanic, you know the the, the workings of How why, working. yeah. why you have to know
0: that, what it was like before. Mm-hmm.
1: You to understand, you understand why, to understand what's, what's happening now. The threat of what may happen in the future. Exactly. I mean, it's an overreaction, I think. But you know, they, they, that's like you know, there's so many things within this that's like they could be their own topic. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh He
0: says overreaction. I say you stay alert, brothers. Stay alert. <laughs> Keep the watch. <laughs>
1: Oh, me being the moderate and Jared being the elitist. Okay, right. somebody's got to do it. Okay, that's true. <laughs> but um, uh,
0: also in terms of what type of games you play, if you only play AAA titles, I can't consider you a gamer. I and mean, when I say AAA titles, you mean you know Call of Duty is a AAA title every year, Madden, um, Assassin's Creed now, but AAA title doesn't. Oh, a non AAA title isn't something that's crap that you don't hear about or that's indie like um enslaved was not a triple a title. Um Bulletstorm was not a triple a title. You know, is the a bunch of games that come out that aren't triple a titles um Spider-Man uh, the uh the what you call it this is one Man, that,
1: edge of time it? edge mm-hmm. of
0: time that's not a triple a title.
1: Yeah, and Shadow you know, Dimensions even and you know Shadow Dimensions too, you know, it's the same thing, you know, it's uh, it, it pretty much like any game like when you when you see Say you know I, what? Like, let's say this year, you know, what's what have been the triple A titles? You know, I mean, you've had Assassin's Creed, you've had Call of Duty. LA I would say that, you know Battlefield Three, um, Uncharted. Yep. Like you know what else? I'm I'm just trying to think. Like I'm going backwards, so it's probably a bad idea. But <laughs> La Noir, um Infamous. You know, Infamous is, Two. I, see, I don't even I don't even know if I would say Infamous Two is a was triple A. I think the bunny
0: they put behind it made it A. Okay,
1: I guess I could agree with that. Because you I, can tell, it, folks. <laughs> it definitely was like a, you know, an AAA game going to uh, moving up. But, yeah, okay.
0: it definitely got moved up in the ranks, and it showed, and it works. <laughs> it's awesome. If you have a PS3, you should
1: own it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess ba- Batman would be now.
0: Batman, yeah, also a AAA title. Without, even Arkham Asylum, I think, was a A title, so...
1: I mean, I think it something that has to be tested first. Like, it, it, when you get to the point where it can be yearly installment and people know it, like, and they they're willing to throw those advertising dollars behind it. I think that that's why. Like, I think that's that you reach triple A status. Then, I think, I think a lot of times now we get to the point where the publishers want things to be triple A in the first iteration, but I think that you don't actually hit that status until you've seen that game for multiple years. You know, at least at least two.
0: Okay. You know, and it's I'll got that kind that. of status.
1: I mean, like, at least that's my kind of, like, I guess, uh, qualifier for that because I'm mean, like, technically, they wanted Homefront to be a AAA title because, like, how much advertising and stuff went behind that. But we. Really, we know better <laughs> yeah actually,
0: I would say home was a triple A title that failed right exactly it was a AAA title that failed. I was going to say Dead Space two, but even Dead Space Two was a double A title, which I was surprised with the with how Dead Space One went. I was very surprised they even released Dead Space Two, mm-hmm. but they kind of kept it at the same level, I guess, in terms of budget, but I think the Dead Space Three is going to be a triple A title, right, you, know? but yeah, if you only play
1: triple A titles. Yeah, yeah. It's even that and that has exceptions too because like if that's what you do multiple years in a row and you do pay attention to the industry to a certain extent you know or you you pay attention to the industry and what's going on then i guess actually you're, you're outside of that you're just you know that's what you spend your money on that's because know, the uh,
0: knowledge clause brings you through that's
1: why well i know but yeah, that's what i mean like not not any one of these necessarily is like in and of itself is a deadlock or a dead against you know to make you a gamer so i guess that should be the qualifier for anybody listening you know you don't it's not just one of these things or you need to complete everything on this list but like sometimes you may not yeah you you may not qualify in one but you qualify for others you know that's why i guess you know there are exceptions and we should we should say it on a document too. that to it goes along with it. It's like a contract. We need to make like a flow chart. There you go. Yes, that's that's what. You or, or a point system like if
0: you do not pirate games plus don't buy used games and play double-A titles, you know, right. add, add up your points. You need
1: this many points You to need to get it. this many. Points. <laughs> Do you know who Gabe Newell is? You get one point. You know, like, <laughs> if you have eighty nine points by the time, yeah, congratulations, you're a gamer. Like, yeah. I feel like we need a flowchart, that yeah. kind of thing, to go with this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. So that I guess that's the best way to do it. If I have time, which I, I, I probably won't.
1: <laughs> I'd put it like oh, one of oh, our enterprising oh, oh. listeners can do that <laughs> <laughs> because they have probably have a better idea than us about how that would necessarily work. Yeah. yeah. Not people's putting together tests.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> um another thing we have here is backlog. Uh, actually I'm going to flip that cuz I I I want to say collection first and then we'll talk okay. about backlog. Like I think any gamer has a collection of games. Whether it be sports games, uh, shooter games, or just a, a a nice big collection of games, you know, uh, any real gamer is gonna have that. Um, whether it be four or five or twenty, like I know some people have, you know, I know Rob has like don't you have like a rack full of PS2 games still?
1: I've got somewhere in the neighborhood of like forty PS2 games and. That's, and, like, I mean, that's not even counting the other two shelves of PS3, 360, you know, stuff, plus stuff that doesn't have, you know, games like the PSP Go, it's getting carted around with games in it, and, you know, PC, between, you know, me and Katie, we've got, you know, and and Steam and their sales. <laughs> oh, Jesus
0: Christ, actually, now thank you for reminding me, I gotta check this sales for today. <laughs> but, um... Actually, yeah. I mean, most of because I'm a PC gamer and where PC gaming is right now, most of my games are digital. Um, I just still do have I have about a, a a rack or two racks full of games. So that doesn't even include my backlog, which we're gonna talk about now. Which like, I was sitting on one of my subwoofers. I have a, a backlog of let's just do a quick count about thirteen games here.
1: Yeah. all yeah. right. <laughs> and that's yeah. the thing, is and it's not like, you know, you buy all those games at once and therefore you have a backlog. I mean like these are these are things that, you know, because games have gotten so much bigger and vaster and you could spend so much time in games now and certain games are just time sinks that you know you you don't even realize that, you know, sitting down and you sit down and play Skyrim or something and you lose forty hours of your life and you're like, What the hell just happened? and you can still play for another sixty hours and therefore you're like, Man, I just got all these other games too and I can't even play <laughs> because I just spent the last month playing one game. You know, like like backlogs happen incidentally. You know, it's not because you bought every game that came out for Christmas. You know, like I like my backlog is, you know, twenty plus games, but it goes back to PS2. <laughs> so, you know, right. that's backlog does not have to be something that you just develop over a short period of time. It it's it's fine to not get to play every game as much as you'd like or finish every game. I also think that's part of it too. Not that you don't—you never open it up. Although Jarrett has that problem, Jarrett never opens up games.
0: Oh but. yeah, Shadow Dimensions <laughs> is still sitting at the bottom of that uh, <laughs> backlog, sitting wrapped up, nice and pretty.
1: Right, but I mean, I would say, like, I mean, I—I I, every game that I have, like, you know, they've been open, at least. You know, I have played them. I just would like to finish them. You know, that's that's my definition of a backlog for me. Um, you know, other people's may vary. It may just be you know games that you you still sit around and you want to play again you know that could be your backlog to a certain extent because some people some people power through their games they can they can finish their games and I, I envy you <laughs> yeah
0: so. yeah so I think a backlog is is, is a must you know yeah, then even then if it's it, something you I would say even if your collection isn't that big or if you don't have a collection because maybe you're the type of person who just trades in your games after you're done maybe that's how you get your new games um, that's one thing. But like I think every like every gamer has like some type of backlog that so they just have you know, have a game sitting there.
1: Yeah, you have you have like two or three games that you're like, Man, I would love to finish that. But nowadays so much stuff keeps coming out so regularly that it's hard to to not just to not get that new game and to go back and play that game because you're like, Well then i have to play the new game still <laughs> So but yeah. yeah, I think that's a. I think that's a necessary. You 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 should have a backlog. You should have games that you're like, man, I never got to finish playing that. I need to. Yeah. So. Uh, so let's see. Besides
0: collection and backlog, uh, another thing we have here is actually pride in gaming. Which Rob, you, you're the one who brought this up, so why don't you start it off?
1: Right. Well, I, this is mostly from like a standpoint of somebody who's who's been you know a gamer for many years, which we were kind of going we were kind of vacillating on whether or not to put on the list but i don't think that we came to the conclusion that basically like you know gaming uh, to me gaming is entwined in my life you know from from early you know from young age um i think a lot of us are but i don't think that's a requirement to be a gamer i think that like if you have that then like you pretty much are because it's so wrapped up in in who you are you know that type of thing um but being someone who's been a gamer for so long, that you know, with any nerdy activity, especially you know, I would say, you know, more than like in the last five, ten years, that there and still is actually, but there's like kind of a negative stigma attached to it. That you know, if you're playing games, like you're childish, you don't have any idea of how to, you know. You you don't you don't have any head for responsibility or you're you know you can't take care of adult stuff you know because you're a guy and you're sitting around playing games you know you don't have a, you can't hold down a job you're living in your mom's basement that that type of idea um, and that's still and it still rears its head you know it's not that you're walking into a job interview for a Fortune five hundred company that you're going to be you know executive assistant or something and you're like I'm a gamer because they don't care like I'm not saying that I'm not saying that kind of pride <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know be intelligent about it but i mean like you know when when you hear somebody who's you know your your friends or you know parents or you know relatives you know talking to each other you know all those grand theft auto games are making people kill each other you know the other person that's like whoa whoa whoa." Let's let's stop right there. Let's back you know, that up for there's, a right? You know that you don't you don't just sit around and let people like talk smack about games that it, it doesn't deserve. You know, gaming has its problems, but let's not let's not give it more issues than it actually needs. You know, or has. You know, that you know when it's you know, you you could still take care of stuff around the house and, you know, just because you play you know, your mom's your mom's ragging on you even if you're an adult, like because you still play games. That's like, mom, I've got a house, I've got kids, I've still, you know, I've got a degree or whatever. Like they you know, that you just have uh, pride in the fact that, you know, like you can still be relatively normal or still carry out a normal existence and be a gamer. You know, that's you know, that's something that you know, I think only this no well, not only necessarily applies to being older, but like as an as an adult gamer, like it's kind of a big thing because like you still there are a lot of times as accepted as geekiness has become that to actually be that geek to be that person like you know people like watching Big Bang Theory that's all fun in games but when they run into a person who actually is like no I, you know I have three systems I've got a collection of games you know that's you know we go to Good Bed we go to PAX or or E three and that's like Oh really? You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know that that you that's you just are who you are. You know, like it's not you. Do, you don't you don't go out of your way to hide the fact that you know if gaming comes up around your friends or something, you're at a bar, you just pretend like. I mean, thing is, most your your fr- if. Really you don't, you don 't hide the fact that you're a gamer you don 't go out of your way to like, okay, I want to go out with a bunch of friends who who don't game at all, never going to talk about gaming you know it's your dirty like porn you know porn back cave secret <laughs> you know you go into your house and you flip a, a statue and you go into a room and there you play games you know but but nobody else knows about it you know like you should it, Especially now, like, even though there's still like a, a, a tinge of unacceptedness to it, in this day and age, like, where it's become more accepted, there's less reason to hide the fact that, you know, like, you, you can be a gamer and still take care of everything you need to take care of. You can still be an adult. You can still be reasonable. You're not a psychopathic killing machine just waiting to happen. You know, you're, you know, you're not playing murder simulators. That you're just a person. And this just happens to be your hobby of choice you know, much like anything else, you know, people who sit around, you know, sit around watching American Idol. Like I cannot, you, you're not providing anything more to the universe than I am playing, you know, (laughs) than I am playing NCAA football, (laughs) you know, it's, you know, or the, or the person who's sitting there watching Madden while you play Madden, like what's the real difference between those two things? You know, there, there is none, you know, it's just the hobby. It's just the hobby that you've chosen and that, that, you, just like anything else, like you don't let people just talk smack about that just because of the fact that you know they don't understand it. You know, maybe you maybe you're somebody who not not necessarily goes out every way to always do it, but you know you you you're you're willing to make converts. You're willing to talk to people about gaming. You know, you don't you don't hide it because you, maybe you can share knowledge with somebody and they'll under they'll understand gaming better and they'll be a gamer too one day. You know. You, you pass it on to your kids <laughs> you, you pass on the baton you, <laughs> you know where's, the, where's my music so I can you know <laughs> I can make my speech out of Conan you know <laughs> like you, you can't trust words you can't trust people but this you could trust and hand your kid a controller <laughs> you know that, that type of thing it's, it's gaming is that's, that's just part of who you are you know, for a lot of people. And for, you know, me, I, I know you, you know, a lot of us, pretty much everybody on the site, you know, we've, that's part of, you know, who you are. Like I said, though, it's not the ultimate qual. I mean, I, I think that, I, I think if any qualifier is the ultimate qualifier, I think that is, that's one of them, you know, they you have, you know, an entwined intertwinedness with gaming, um, you know, not necessarily that you've had every console growing up or you've played every game, but like the, it's part. It, it's just part of you know who you are. It's like people who still play D anD D, you know, like you play it regardless. You know? <laughs> like, you know, you played it when you were a kid. You still play it now because you still like it. You know, it's just your hobby. Um, yeah, it's.
0: Oh, we all are. We all done.
1: I think so. Okay. I really wish I could add that music then. Maybe, <laughs> maybe John can get that in there. Just make sure you got that all out of your system.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I gotta have one rant. You know.
0: Yeah, that's fine. It that wasn't really rant, though. Um, I don't know. We'll 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 catch the timing after we're done <laughs> <laughs> on that. But um,
1: hey, yeah. we're all finished anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're pretty much all done. There's just two other variables that we have, which is like you know being involved in the gaming community and going to gaming events. Like those aren't things that need to be done. You, I mean, you don't have to go to you or you know religiously. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you don't you don't have to go to gaming events or be involved in the community, but if you do those things, like that, typically means that you're that's that you're a gamer. Like you know what I'm saying? Like the guy the that call attachment
1: it, to gaming.
0: Yeah, but the, the be involved the, the Call of Duty guy who's actually involved in the Call of Duty community and going to forums and stuff like that, he's more of a gamer than the guy who's just like, "What uh, Infinity War didn't make Black Ops?" Like, yeah, you know. So, but I mean, we have those, but those aren't in concrete. They just they just help. <laughs> But uh, this might be the shortest MASHcast we've ever had. I'm pretty sure we're clocking in under an hour here. Oh, yeah, we are. I we think. definitely are. Wow. So I know some
1: of you love that. Some of you actually hate that, though. So. But this is not, but, you know, I mean, we could sit and talk about all the variables all day. But, you know, that's what that's what our our handy-dandy reader-made flowchart is going to be for.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The the point the mash those buttons point system. Yeah, cause I,
1: because you know and, and like we said you know like you can develop gaming you know later in life you could be somebody who got away from gaming came back you know you can be somebody yeah i mean it was something i was even going to say you know motion gaming i mean you you can be someone who just likes motion gaming but there's enough different things that are going on with motion gaming that as long as you you know have a, maybe two consoles maybe at least a Cross your experience over that you can get different experiences there you know it 's a relatively new thing, but like if you're playing multiple different you know multiple different things and not just we sports or you know connect adventures or something you're i mean you can be just as much of a gamer you know that it 's not limited to you know like we said it's you know just because you only play one genre or just you know or playing multiple genres helps you know and playing one genre doesn't mean you 're not these all have variables you I, I think that the ultimate, the only real thing is that you, you really, you'll know, you know, if you're a gamer, you know, nobody has to, we, you don't have to sit down and listen to a match cast to tell you that whether or not you are. Um, but it's, but you know, I, I guess maybe a chip, I shouldn't have said that. Now people are like, shit, man, I just wasted 40 minutes of my
0: life. Good job, Rob. Secrets out. Shit.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I mean, really, you, you, when you sat down and listened to this, you didn't need us to tell you, you know, just as much as we don't need anybody to tell us we're
0: gamers. <laughs> I will say no. this: if you doubted yourself, if you're not
1: sure, then you're not. I don't know, but I'm saying if you were if you were doubting yourself before, if you if you weren't sure, and you've listened to this, maybe this is maybe this is filled in a gap. Maybe you're like, oh, I didn't think of that. So there you go. You're welcome. You know, there's a lot of different there's a lot of different things that gamers can be. You know, not and it's not a a set and defined list of you need to have all of these qualities. So a lot of them it's like you know maybe one maybe one or two is all it takes so
0: well well, we're gonna leave you with that and our shortest smash cast ever um uh, you can uh, find us on soundcloud as always SoundCloud.com uh slash mash those buttons uh slash smash those buttons slash m t v site and of course mash if you're You know, agree with what we had to say. You disagree, let us know. You know, comment on the site, off of the podcast, or on SoundCloud. We take any type of comments, you know. (laughs) So. And also, if you have anything bad to say, you can just send it to Rob Hill Williams
1: because he loves uh, hearing from you. Yeah, you know, community, community at range. mastersbuttons.com. We, we like hearing from you, regardless of if it's bad or not. You know, they always try and give me the bad, the bad comments. You know, why I spend a half hour of my life listening to this. You know, you guys don't know Jack. Yeah. That's fine too. <laughs> but we haven't got any bad comments, so that's cool. Yep. That's yeah. a good thing. Yeah,
0: but uh, as always, thanks for listening.
1: We will be back next week with a
0: with a standard mashcast, mashcast number thirty.
1: Yeah, see, we're we're doing this over Black Friday weekend and Thanksgiving. That's how much we love you. That you know, we're we're still managing to to pump one of these out for you guys so that you can you can have something to listen to when you go back to the grind.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, all right, uh, thanks for listening, and we will catch you guys later. Adios. Peace.